what would my life be like if I weren't driven by anxiety, fear, insecurity, shame, or guilt? What would you do differently? How would you feel differently? What emotions would I want to have instead? You get to decide how to think, feel, and act in your life. If you want to create something ambitious and amazing, you can do that. What I'm here to tell you is that you don't have to use negative feelings as the fuel to do it. Welcome to Is This All There Is, the podcast for high-achieving women who have checked all the boxes of success and are left feeling overwhelmed, unfulfilled, and stuck. I'm your host, Dr. Amanda Ryan Fear, and in each episode, we'll use principles of cognitive psychology, feminist theory, and expert mindset coaching to help you build the confidence and clarity you need to accomplish whatever it is you want, even if you don't yet know what that is. Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to Is This All There Is? episode number 35. So I've been having a lot of conversations with people lately about how their summer's going. That seems to be the standard conversation opener. How's your summer going? What are you doing? Do you have any trips planned? And if they have kids, the question always becomes, what are you doing to keep your kids busy? which I find super challenging. My 12-year-old daughter, this is the first summer we haven't booked her full of summer camps. She has gotten to the age where she can entertain herself a little bit more, and she definitely has expressed her desire to not do a lot of camps. So keeping her busy is a challenge for sure. If you have kids, you can probably relate. So I've been personally experiencing that feeling of being on one of those children's playground merry-go-rounds. You know, the old school kind, like from the 1970s and 1980s, that you could fling your friends around so fast that they had to hold on tight and they'd be flung off. The kind that adults realized were dangerous probably a decade or two ago, and now they've been replaced with much slower models that probably cause a lot fewer injuries but are a lot less fun. But life feels like it's spinning around super fast sometimes, and all we can do is hold on. I totally get that this summer, even though I've dialed it back a little bit and I'm not working as much. We don't have really any big trips planned. We're going to see Taylor Swift in a couple of weeks in Seattle, which will be super fun. And then our family is taking a trip to Maine to see some of my college friends. But other than that, we're just hanging around the farm and getting stuff done around here. And I'm developing some programming around equine-assisted coaching, which basically means coaching with horses in the room, in a barn in this case, because horses are such amazing mirrors of how we feel and how we act that often we don't even know that we're feeling a certain way until the horse picks up on us and gives us that feedback. So horses are amazing coaching partners and amazing, I don't want to use the word tool because they're not tools, but they're ways to develop leadership, overcome anxiety, overcome really anything that you want to overcome. They are amazing guides. So I'm putting together some programming for equine assisted coaching and workshops and a retreat next spring. So that's super fun. So it's been nice to be able to have some time and space to do that. But summer still feels like it's flying by and it still feels super packed. So my calendar is packed. I don't have my usual leisurely pace to get things done, but I'm not stressed. 
I don't go into that shallow breathing, heart palpitation, I can't do it type of stress that I used to. And there's a reason for that. That's because I know how to manage stress and I know how to manage my brain in a way that it doesn't get to that super high alert type of stress. So stress is a physical and emotional reaction that people experience as they counter challenges in life. When you're under stress, your body reacts by releasing hormones that produce the fight or flight response. They produce that response that we freeze is another option. We freeze and we can't get anything done or we feel like we have to go 100 miles an hour to get things done. That's all because of hormones that our body releases when we feel like we can't handle something. So your heart rate, your breathing rate, your blood pressure goes up, your muscles tense, you sweat more. And occasional stress is fine. In fact, our bodies get stronger with occasional manageable stress. It's like when you're working out and you stress your muscles and then you rest and they grow back stronger. However, long-term stress may contribute to or worsen a range of health problems like digestive disorders, headaches, sleep disorders, and other symptoms. Stress can worsen asthma and has been linked to depression, anxiety, and other mental illnesses. So if I asked you right now if stress is necessary, you'd probably say no. In fact, you probably would really like to get rid of your stress. Clients sign up with me because they want to feel less stress in their lives. But when it comes down to it and we start looking at their thoughts, it turns out that on some level, they think stress is serving them. But today I'm going to show you the ways in which you secretly believe that stress is necessary, and I'm going to teach you how it's absolutely not. So stress evolved in our brains as a way to keep us alive, like most of the unhelpful habits that we have right now, like fear and anxiety, come from the place of our primitive brains of trying to keep us alive. But right now, that response isn't so helpful because the main causes of our stress are no longer, am I going to get eaten by a predator? Am I going to have a safe place to sleep tonight? I mean, for some people, that absolutely is a stress. But for most of us, it's no longer the daily existence stress of our ancestors. It's more the stress of work emails or our bosses having what we think are unrealistic expectations, things like that, trying to manage a hundred different things at once. So I'm not saying that to make light of the experiences you find stressful. In fact, the reason things feel like matters of life and death is that your brain is responding them using the system that evolved to handle literal life and death situations. Our brains don't have a way of handling or discriminating between like a bus that's barreling towards us as we're crossing the street or an email from your boss saying that you need to meet immediately. Our brains can't tell what's life or death stress or what is general daily stress, so it treats everything as life or death stress. So that doesn't seem like a very good system, does it? You might want to get rid of stress as soon as possible, but ask yourself if you believe any of these thoughts. If I'm not stressed out, I won't get anything done or I won't do a good job. If I'm not feeling bad about my body, I won't eat well or go to the gym. 
If I didn't feel bad or guilty, that would mean I'm a selfish person. So if you've said any of those things to yourself, you actually believe stress is necessary and useful. This is a common idea in our culture that negative emotions like stress, anxiety, and guilt and shame will produce positive action. But that's 100% wrong. When human beings are stressed, we want comfort. When we're anxious, we want to distract and avoid. And when we feel shame and guilt, we want to hide. Humans don't have positive responses to negative emotions. When you're anxious about something at work, do you tackle it right away and work quickly and efficiently on it? No, I'm guessing not. You procrastinate, you avoid, you surf the internet. It just suddenly felt like that phrase aged me. Do people still surf the internet? I don't even know. When the deadline gets close enough to terrify you, then you push through the anxiety and get it done. That anxiety did not serve you. In fact, it got in your way. It delayed your progress and it created resistance. So a lot of my clients are high-achieving, ambitious women, and they believe they've been fueled by their anxiety, insecurity, and fear. They've always experienced these things, and they've sought accomplishments to try to lessen these feelings. So now they associate the accomplishments with those feelings. But just because you've spent your whole life or most of your life feeling anxious, feeling shame, feeling insecure, and you've accomplished a lot, that doesn't mean that those negative feelings caused your accomplishments. You accomplished a lot in spite of those feelings. So if you're listening to this podcast, I'm guessing that you hope that there's another way. However, either consciously or subconsciously, you also fear that without that shame, without that insecurity, without that anxiety, you won't accomplish anything. (laughs) By the way, we have adopted three little kittens and they were supposed to live in our barn and hunt the squirrels and mice that are are taking over the barn. But they're super friendly and super cute and now they're in the house and they're creating havoc in my office right now. So if you hear little noises in the background, I have one in my lap right now. She's purring like a maniac. But if you're here, if you hear noises in the background. That's three adorable little kitties that I'll have to post pictures of on my Facebook page. They're helping me with the podcast today (laughs) because we have some tension between the dogs in the house and the cats in the house. And so the dogs can use the dog door. I have the cats trapped up in my office. Anyway, just part of the three ring circus that is the farm that we live on. So anyway, You haven't accomplished a lot because of the anxiety, because of the insecurity. You've accomplished a lot in spite of it. And there's some part of your brain that believes that without those negative emotions, you won't keep moving. In fact, I hear that a lot from clients when we first start working together. They think that if they take time for themselves, if they take a break, if they even take an afternoon off and cozy up on the couch with a good book, then they're just going to want to sit on the couch for the rest of their lives. That's 100% not true, because if you have been motivated to do things in the past, you'll continue to be motivated to do things in the future. You just will have a different source of motivation. So instead of being motivated by feeling bad and feeling like you have to do something to feel good, you'll be motivated because you'll want to do certain things and you'll want to achieve certain things. And that's such a better place to come from rather than trying to fill a hole in yourself. So that's a big jump, 
I know, to go from motivating yourself with guilt and fear and shame to motivating yourself with what is it that I really want to do and what sounds exciting and fun. So let's start with some simple questions. The first question is, in fact, if that's your approach, you're much less likely to achieve what you want. And you're 100% less likely to enjoy the process or the result. So practice that. Ask yourself, how do I want to be feeling right now? How do I want to feel about this project that I need to do? How do I want to feel about this proposal that I need to write? How do I feel about cleaning out my refrigerator? Whatever it is that you need to do. And instead of approaching it from a feeling of not being good enough, that's a thought, that's not a feeling. Instead of approaching it from a feeling of insecurity or a feeling of shame or guilt, ask yourself, how do I want to feel about this task? Do I want to feel enthusiastic? Do I want to feel, sometimes it's hard to be enthusiastic about things. Do I want to feel committed to it? Do I want to feel curious about it? And then ask yourself, what would I need to think? How would I need to think about this project in order to feel that way? So in order to feel committed to the project, you would need to think, I'm going to get this done no matter what. If you are going to feel curious about the project, I wonder how this will go. I wonder what will happen. I wonder what ideas I'll come up with. So consider that, that you don't have to white knuckle your way to achieve things. You can actually achieve things from a place of feeling good. And you'll be much more likely to achieve a better result and probably achieve the result faster. So this is exactly the work that we do in the Mindset Gym, is we focus on the thoughts and feelings that are holding you back from being able to accomplish what you actually want to accomplish and clearing away all of the yuck that comes with beating yourself up so much and with white knuckling your way to get things done from a place of guilt and shame and insecurity. So we focus on creating new thoughts and feelings so you can get things done, you can accomplish things from a place of more security and peace and calm. So if that sounds good, I encourage you to check out the Mindset Gym. There's a link for it below. And I hope you're amazing. If you live in the Northern Hemisphere, drop me a line and let me know how your summer's going. I'm curious how it's going. If you live in the Southern Hemisphere and you're in winter, let me know how that's going for you. I know I'm always jealous of my friend in New Zealand when it's winter time here and she's enjoying summer. And right now it's the reverse. It's winter for her and it's beautiful outside here. So I hope no matter where you live, you take some time for yourself today. You consider how you want to feel and what you need to think to feel that way. And if you want my help, check out one of the links below. All right, we'll talk later. Hope you're well. If you found this podcast helpful, head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And go ahead and send it to a friend while you're at it. Thank you. My mission in life is to liberate women from the limiting beliefs that are holding them back from living their fullest, most joyful lives. If you'd like to learn more about my work, check out my website at www.amandaryanfear.com. That's A-M-A-N-D-A-R-Y-A-N-F-E-A-R.com, where you can find links to join my free private Facebook group and learn more about working with me.